Welcome to the first ever Swan Valley Star and Times podcast. I'm your editor, Danielle Gordon-Broom, and joining me today is reporter photographers Jeremy Bergen and Jackie Lemmings. Each week, we will look to take you inside the current issue of the Star and Times, providing insight on our stories, our jobs, the people of our community, and the things that matter most. We will talk about the impact of our pieces, give you information that was not available at press deadline, and even provide sneak peeks at what we are working on for the next edition. First up today, we're going to talk about the scare that happened last week, impacting the entire school division. This was detailed through my interview with School Division Superintendent John Zilke on pages A2 and A3. I was tasked with coverage of the story while Jackie was able to get a little more personal in her mother lobe column and speak from a parent's perspective. As reporters, things like this are really hard for us to cover and do so objectively. In a small community such as ours, big news events impact everyone and we all react differently. Just because we write the news doesn't mean that we don't have our own reactions, opinions, and feelings on what's happening. We also get a lot of external influence. People will share with us their fears and their anger in how the situation is being handled because of those fears. We need to take all the information that we have gathered from the authorities and make sure it is factual, but we also need to give enough detail to try to mitigate those fears without impacting investigation or causing extra, unnecessary fear. The one place that we're able to express how we are feeling is through our opinion pieces, and Jackie did just that this week. Jackie, tell us a little bit about what prompted you to write on the topic. It's an everyday reality that something tragic can happen to the people you love. My husband and I lost someone we truly cared about when I was pregnant with my oldest, and since then we've been very good at saying I love you every time we leave the house, especially with the children. But with a threat like this, it's as if that insecurity is thrown right in your face. Don't forget that we are a media source. So we get all of the questions, banter, and gossip and have to research through it all to find the correct sources to tell the truth. What is a subject that terrifies you, it's easy to get caught up and be affected by all that you hear out there. Thanks, Jackie. Another huge issue in our community is the upheaval happening in the Swan Valley West office as well as the council chambers. Part of Jeremy's regular beat is local council, and he attends their meetings regularly, getting an inside view on what's happening. He details this week's happenings on A6. Jeremy, could you tell us a little bit about what's been going on in those meetings the last couple of weeks? Well, it's been no secret that uh, Councillor Bill Gade has been a tumultuous presence uh, at that council table, and whether or not that's a good thing or not is, is to be debated last meeting, they resolved that Gade was supposed to resign by uh, October 8th, which naturally he did not. Uh, That was because council thought he breached the code of confidentiality, but he did not because, as I understand it, the Municipal Act only allows for a judge to remove him. That's not for council to decide. However, this week, Council put a resolution on the table to remove Gade from his committee appointment. It includes things like Transportation Committee, um, Swan Valley Rise, Valley of the Mountains Tourism. That resolution, however, failed to pass because the, it was a split vote between the six council members present and the final deciding vote was not present at the meeting. However, there may be something else interesting at the at the upcoming meeting. Councillor Kishnerik brought up a 
notice of motion to reconsider who is going to be allowed to attend the upcoming Association of Manitoba Municipalities convention in November. Thank you for that, Jeremy. You also had a couple other news things that you touched on this week. Yes, I so also attended a community meeting uh, with uh, various leaders and organization representatives as they came together to discuss the Manitoba 150 celebrations um, that that may be taking place next year. In the lead-up to this 150th anniversary of Manitoba's con- Confederation, the Manitoba government has brought forward multiple grants that communities can apply for. But the meeting that I attended, they was mostly focused on the Celebrate 150 because the deadline to apply for that grant is coming up very quickly in a few weeks. Another story I covered is about Maria Arlt. Uh, she's currently living in the Paw, but she she was uh, born and raised in the Swan Valley. She recently completed an Ironman triathlon in Maryland. Uh, for those who don't know, an Ironman is a very long distance and very arduous uh, race, which consists of, uh, if I remember correctly, it's 3.2, no, 3.8 kilometers, 3.8 kilometer swim, uh, 180 kilometer bike ride, and a uh, 42.2 kilometer run. So I was curious on just to give some perspective on that between swimming, biking, and running, that's like traveling from here to the Clear Lake Golf Course. So that just gives you a sense of the the difficulty that is to perform such a athletic task. And I think they just do that in 17 hours, right? They do that in less than 17 hours, yes. And Maria, she managed to do it in, oh, I think under, under it was under 14 hours. And quite impressive. And she had the swim part, I believe, was in the ocean because she encountered a few jellyfish stings along the way. So you can read more about that on page A10. Perfect. And Jackie, what did you have going on this last week? Um, I had a lot of high school sports this week. The girls and boys soccer teams hosted zones, which both were incredibly dominant in their performances. The boys actually made it through the tournament without having a goal scored on them. Both earned their birth into provincials. Um, in volleyball, the boys and girls hosted the Doug Oberlin. The first day was a very huge tournament. There was a lot of teams. Unfortunately, weather affected them, and most teams left after the first day. There was a lot of success seen for both. The boys had some wins that were great for them to see, and the girls actually ended up with the banner at the end of it. Excellent. So we are already working hard on next week's paper. Jeremy, can you tell us a little bit about what you're working on? Well, one of the things I am working on is I'm going to be learning more about the new healthcare providers that have recently been added to the Swan Valley Primary Care Center, uh, one of which is a nurse practitioner and another is a uh, physician, both of which grew up, one, one, the nurse practitioner grew up in Swan River and the Physician grew up in um, nearby Pelly, or actually he grew up in White Beach, but he went to school in Pelly. I'm also going to be uh, adding some information about the upcoming flu clinics. Uh, I believe the the flu shot just became available uh, this week, and so I'll be letting you know next week everything you need to know about that. 
And Jackie, what's on your plate this week? I am back in sports heavy this week. Our football team just defeated Verdon last night with a final score of 59-12, to which has them remaining undefeated. They will finish up their season at home on Sunday at 2 p.m. and look forward to semifinals after that. I also will be attending Spooktoberfest. I have enlisted my backup because everybody knows I'm a big baby with that and need a handholder. But it is a great event that the community puts on every year and freaks me out every year more and more. It's so well done, hey guys? They have such great... Uh, yeah, I've, I've gone to it uh, year after year and it's always a, always a pretty creepy, spooky time that gives you a thrill. And I think this year they're doing it Friday night, Saturday night? Thursday, Thursday Friday, oh, okay. Saturday. Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday. So that's not something that uh, you're going to want to miss. Take the kids out. I think there's two levels of scary. One not so much and one very. I, I've yet to do the very. Maybe this year's the year. I wish I could stay and then not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, this Monday, October 21st, is the federal election day. It's important that we all get out and exercise our right to vote at all levels of government. If you missed the special election supplement that was in the October 8th edition of our paper, you can find a PDF of that section on our website at www.starandtimes.ca. You can also drop by the office here and pick up a printed copy. Find out about the local candidates from all six parties all in one place. Did you like our show? Let us know what you think. Hit us up on the Star and Times Facebook page or follow us individually on Twitter at SVStarDanielle, at SVStarJeremy, and at SVStarJackie. Thanks for joining us today.